Good morning, class. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and this is Faith School. Faith School is the place where our spirit is fed, our faith grows stronger, and we learn how to be overcomers. Let's uh, pray and believe the Lord and get right back into the Word today on our study of Hebrews 11, and not just doing it, uh, you know, from a scholastic emphasis but a living word that feeds our spirit, that quickens us to overcome whatever we're dealing with in life today and this week. The Lord knows what you're dealing with. He knows what you're going through, and He's already made provision. The Bible said there's no temptation, there's no trial or test happened to you, but such as is common to man. So it's not something that nobody else has ever seen before. But the Bible said God makes a way of escape. There's a way out. There's a way over it. There's a way through it. He always causes us to triumph when we trust Him and walk with Him. So, Father, in Jesus' name, today we agree uh, uh, together again about these things, asking you for the anointing, asking you for utterance, asking you for eyes and ears and hearts and minds that can receive precious uh, revelation, life-changing revelation of your Holy Word by your Holy Spirit. We ask for it in Jesus' name. We thank you for it. And we say we are overcomers. We're coming up. We're coming through. And we give all the glory to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Go ahead and say it out loud, class. I'm an overcomer. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm victorious, I'm victorious through the Lord Christ. The Lord. <laughs> Would you look in the textbook again? Hebrews 10, passages we've been looking at in previous classes. Let's continue on today. The Bible said in Hebrews 10, 38, Now the just shall live by faith. Not perish by faith, but live. But if any man draw back, my soul I have no pleasure in him. We're not of them who draw back to perdition, but unto them that believe to the saving of the soul. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith, the Young's literal translation says, faith is of things hoped for a confidence. Faith is of matters not seen, a conviction. Confident convinced, other translations say sure and certain, there's no ambiguity, there's no uh, vacillating and wavering in, in when you're in faith. You've, you've, like Bible said concerning Abraham, you've become fully persuaded. Somebody say fully persuaded. Fully persuaded. You know, uh, thank the Lord, I'm, I'm not wondering about and and if I died, you know, today or tomorrow, tonight, uh, that would I be saved? Would I be saved? I'm fully persuaded. 
I am saved. <laughs> Not because of what I've done, but because of what Jesus has done. And I've received what he's done. And I've received him as Lord of my life. I'm not uh, vacillating and wavering about whether he forgives me or not when I ask him to or when I confess that I've missed it. The Bible said he is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us. I'm, I'm not questioning that. I'm not doubting that. I'm not questioning that he loves me. Are you? <laughs> he loves us. The Bible said that Jesus prayed that we would know that he loves us even as he loves him. Jesus, the head of the church. And so uh, the more uh, fully persuaded you become of the word and his things, it pushes fear out of you. It pushes uh, confusion and questioning away from you. You become just a much happier camper. You know what I mean by that? You just, you know, instead of being so you know, nervous and so fearful and so I just don't know, I just don't know, I just don't know. In fact, quit saying that. Just quit saying that. I know uh, in the earlier days of our ministry, uh, we're, of course, we're still believing for everything that we need on a regular basis. It never comes a time when you don't walk by faith. You're always walking by faith. And no matter what the Lord adds to you, He's always got something else. Right, that he wants you to put your faith on and believe. And that's wonderful. That's good. That faith pleases him. Well, in the early days, uh, there were some things that, you know, we were needing to come in. I was out on the road and I got a call from the office and they said, you know, we, uh, we need such and such. You know, what are we going to do about this? And, and I said, well, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, and so then a few hours later, there was another call. What are we going to do about this? And I said, uh, I don't know. <laughs> and a few hours later, there was another call. There was about four calls that day. And, and the last one, I guess the Lord was just tired of hearing me say it. Uh, when uh, they said, what are we going to do? I said, I don't know. And, and the Lord said, no, and you won't find out talking like that. Well, I'm confessing ignorance. Can you see this? And that's not how this works. Uh, faith, as we see in Romans 4, calls those things that be not as though they were. Uh, you remember the, the, the prophet said, let the weak say, what? Yeah, but is that what you feel like saying? If, if you're weak, what do you feel like saying? Man, I just feel so weak. But see, that's not going to help you. All you're doing is affirming and confirming what is. If you don't like what is, you need to say something else than what is. You need to call, uh, even though it's not at the moment and in the natural, the things that are not as though they were. That's how God changes things. You know, he changed Abram's name to Abraham, uh, uh, Sarai to Sarah, when as yet nothing had really changed that you could see. But he changed what they were calling each other, and eventually that changed what they were. And James 3 talks about that, that, you know, your words are like the rudder on the ship, or your words are like the bridle and bit on the horse. We might say it's like the steering wheel. If you want to turn your life around, you've got to get a hold of the steering wheel. And that is what you are saying. And so what, what does that mean? And the Lord said, you know, no, and you won't find out because I kept saying, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. What am I confessing? Ignorance. 
<laughs> and so what am I hearing? I'm hearing, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's also ignorance. I'm being confirmed in ignorance. I'm developing in ignorance. <laughs> I'm more aware of ignorance than I've been earlier in the day. I understand this is going the wrong way, right? So what should I say? What should I say? Well, if I, if I lack wisdom and don't know what to do, James said, any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. And he'll give, you know, liberally and upbraideth not. So I should ask. But then uh, it goes on to talk about let him ask in faith. Right? Not just ask, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavers like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed, let not that man think he'll receive anything of the Lord. Well, that's not what we want. We want to receive. So what should I do? I should say, Lord, I'm asking you for wisdom. Show me what to do. Show us what to do. I believe I receive it. I'm asking in faith. Thank you for it. And then when they say, what are we going to do? What do I say? I don't. Mm. <laughs> we will know. Come on, are y'all with me? We will know. The Lord is ordering our steps. The Lord is directing our paths. I have an unction of the Holy One. I know all things that I need to know. We will make the right decisions. We will go the right way. Even when my head doesn't have a clue, can you see now I'm in faith. I'm giving the Lord something to work with. And what am I hearing? Faith comes by hearing. Instead of me hearing, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. What am I hearing? I know, I will know. We're going the right way. We'll do the right thing. I'm hearing that. That's building that in me. You know, another thing that's real similar to this is just to keep saying, I need it. We need it. We need it. We've got to have it. There's no faith in that. Y'all understand, friend. There's no, you're releasing no faith. We, we've got to have this by such and such time. All that is is an expression of fear. There's no faith in that. An expression of, of lack and fear of not having and fear of running out. Uh, if you need to talk about it one time and say, looks like we need this, okay. But don't just keep going around saying, we need it, we need it, we need it. If you really need it, what do you need to do? Get in faith about this thing. Is that right? Ask the Lord for what you need. Maybe you need to sow a seed uh, towards this. And get in faith about it and then quit saying we need it, we need it and begin to say we, either we have it by faith or we will have it. We'll, we'll see it. It's coming. That's right? right? And you don't have to know one thing in your head how it's coming, but you're confident. We pray, we believe we received and you shall have them. Amen. Now what we're, we're just elaborating on this phrase, you live by faith. You live by faith. You walk by faith. This is not just something we do at faith school. It's not just something we do at church time. This is something we do, and this is so important. Every question that we respond to, every decision that we make, everything we do morning, noon, and night, tell me what the correct response is. <laughs> it's not a trick question. <laughs> faith, right? Faith. We need to say something positive. We need to say something good. We need to say something based on what the Lord told us in the Word. 
We need to say something that describes a good outcome, uh, victory, right? Success. Well, what in the world? They told you you got this, you got this terrible physical problem and it's, it's untreatable, it's uncurable. What, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Here's what you don't do is sit around and say, what are we going to do? Y'all with me, friends? Is God bigger than this? Has God healed people before? Is, is he, he's not a respecter of persons. He never changes. You, are you his child? Does he care about you? Jesus took your infirmities. He paid the price for these things, right? So even if you don't have a clue where to go or where to start, you just start in faith. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the clueless say, <laughs> I will know. Is that right? I have an unction. What do you say? You just get hit with this bad report. You get hit. You, you got, we got to have, you know, $50,000 by the end of the quarter. We got to have this. Well, you must not just keep going around saying, we got to have it. Oh, no. What are we going to do? We got to have it. Oh, no. What are we going to do? You know, uh, this is what I call looping. <laughs> looping. <laughs> you know, you can put uh, recordings in a loop right? You can put video in a loop. And when it's in a loop, what does that mean? It's just the same thing, the same uh, segment over and over and over and over. And people do this all the time. The enemy brings thoughts to you. And so folks, you, you're hearing say the same thing and you're in a conversation. I've been in a conversation with the people. This hasn't happened just a couple of times, scores of times. And they're upset and distressed over something. And they'll tell me the same thing bad statement about the problem 15 times in five minutes. What are they doing? They're looping, <laughs> looping. What am I going to do? Oh, no. What am I going to do? Uh, they, they said it'll never work right. They said, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Got to break out of that cycle. Hmm? Get a hold of yourself, Right? Get a hold of yourself and say, stop it, stop it. When you hear yourself saying the same dumb thing for 10 times in a row, it should be a wake-up. It should be a clue. What are you doing? You know words matter. You know what you say makes a difference. The Bible said life and death is in the power of the tongue. And if you, if you care about what you say, it goes on to say you'll eat the fruit of it. You'll eat the fruit of life if you choose those right words. God created everything, the heaven and the earth, with his words. He speaks life. He raises the dead with words. You and I are to rule and reign in our life with our words. Faith-filled words create. Faith-filled words release. Faith-filled words empower and restore. Faith-filled words heal. Faith-filled words break bondages. Faith-filled words cause flow to come into your life Amen. of good things. Do you believe it? Amen. Well, then get a hold of your mouth <laughs> and make your tongue do its duty. We must be disciplined. I mean, anybody can be sloppy and flop around in feelings and just say whatever crosses your mind and just say how you... I just I feel so bad today. I just... I just don't, I don't feel like it. I just don't want to go. And you know what? You say that another 20 times, you're going to feel worse. You're on a downward spiral and don't realize you're just yielding to wrong things, allowing wrong things in your life through these words. It takes faith. When you feel lousy 
and you feel weak and you, you feel confused to stand up and say, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And I have the mind of Christ. I have the anointing of the Holy One and I know everything I need to know. I'm acknowledging him in all my ways and he directs my paths. He's directing my paths today, every turn, every way. I'll make the right choice. I'll make the right decision. I'll go the right way because he's leading me. See, calling those things that be not as though they were. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the dumb say, I am smart, right? Let the confused say, I'm at peace, right? And when you say this, even though it's so contrary to how you feel, you're giving God something to work with. You're giving the Holy Spirit access into your situation and that's what he's looking. He wants to do it. He's ready to do it. He's just ready to pour out on you. If you'll just give him something, give him a little access. Give him something to work with. Hallelujah. Was that okay? <laughs> uh, where were we? I got excited. <laughs> we live by faith, right? Every day, every night, the just shall live by faith. Not just a church thing. Um, not just here and there thing, every day, 24-7. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, 11-1 says. The evidence of things not seen. And as we uh, look through the passage, we've already studied about Abel and his faith, Enoch and his faith, Noah and his faith, Abraham and his faith, Sarah and her faith. We studied about Isaac and Jacob and Joseph, and we're down now to verse 23, to Moses. Look at it again, verse 23, by faith Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper or special child. They were not afraid of the king's commandment. You'll see that, that thought repeated about not being afraid. Pharaoh uh, was... He, he considered himself and forced everybody around him to, to consider him a living God. And um, there, the Pharaoh's word was life and death. There were, there, there were no uh, courts, there were no trials, there were no, it's just you violate his word, you die, maybe all your family and everybody you know just get wiped out. And um, thankfully, we haven't, uh, in our country, we, we don't live in that kind of environment. We have so much more freedom. But there's always the enemy trying to use people to uh, control you with fear. And if you don't have some faith in you, you'll just be controlled by it. But whatever fear or phobia that the enemy tries to work on you or in you, faith can overcome it. You know, the list of phobias, I don't you know, encourage you to look them up. I have in the past, but uh, phobia just describes a fear. And the list goes on and on and on and on and on. There's the fear of being in small, tight places. 
There's a fear of being in wide open places. <laughs> There's the fear of being up high heights. There's a fear of depths. <laughs> There's the fear. It just goes on and on and on. Uh, I've had people that came to me with masks and gloves and everything on and told me that they were allergic to people. Well, and I'm not saying they weren't because your fears will come on you. And you experience some symptoms of something, and if you embrace it, and if you yield to that fear and adapt your life to it, it will get worse and worse and worse. It'll become incapacitating. And there are folks that have such fears and phobias, they think they can't leave their apartment. They can't even step outside the door. There are folks that are so afraid they can't eat anything except these one or two little things, especially prepared. And what you see uh, the Bible said through fear of death, people are made subject to bondage. Isn't that bondage that you can't even leave your apartment? Isn't that bondage that you can only eat these two or three things and not enjoy anything that you, you eat? Isn't it bondage? You can't travel anywhere. You can't do anything. That's the enemy. If you yield to him, it'll get worse and worse and worse and worse. And again, we're back to our words. If you say, I can't, or I have this, or I get this. Well, the scripture said you decree a thing and it will be so to you. I know when I was a boy, a uh, little guy, little bitty kid uh, out in the country in the woods, I got into some kind of poisonous plant. And I played in it for hours. And I got, I had a reaction so bad and broke out so bad and got inflamed so bad, they said it affected my immune system and blood. And so every year, a time or two, whether I was around vegetation or not, I'd just break out in all these whelps and, and be, uh, be bedfast for days sometimes. And they gave me these injections and they gave these other things. But still, next year, roll around, boom, I'd break out in all this stuff. Um, but uh, when I got to be, I guess it was about uh, 17, 18, I heard about getting redeemed from the curse of the law. <laughs> and about the time uh, um, after that, then uh, Phyllis and I went to Ramah Bible Training Center in uh, Oklahoma. And even after I was there, I, I had gotten a hold of that and began to confess that I'm redeemed from this. And even after I got there, it tried to break out on me a time or two. But I said, no, I don't have to have this. But the thing I saw I had to change, for years I had said, I can't be around that. I, I, can't, I can't be around that. I get these reactions. I, I can't touch that. I can't be around that. And physiologically, that was true. But what I didn't realize is I had set that in my life with my words. Uh, I know back in the days gone by, they could smoke on aircraft. You could smoke, especially in the back. And I did some international trips and just about choked, you know, from the cigarette smoke and, and would be hung up for a day or two, couldn't talk, lose my voice. And I, and I would say, I can't take cigarette smoke. I just, I can't be around it. I can't take it. And the Lord corrected me one time because I lost my voice and couldn't speak. He said, you said it. You said you can't. 
And I thought, well, I, why should I be affected by it any more than anybody else? I mean, I don't have to like it, but why should it incapacitate me? So I changed what I'm saying, and I'm saying, no, I'm not hypersensitive to that. I've been redeemed. Amen. Hallelujah. And then when those symptoms of those, uh, that uh, reaction tried to come on my body again, for the first time, I quit saying, oh, no, here it is. I'll have to go get medication. I'll have to go get in the bed. Hope it doesn't last too long this time. Now, I spoke up and said something different than I'd been saying for years. Actually, since I was a little child, I said, no, I don't have to have this. In Je- I mean, it was there. I felt it. But I said, no, in Jesus' name, I resist you. I don't get this. Did you hear that phrase? Uh, now, you'll hear people say, oh, man, I, I get the worst headaches. Oh, if I, if I eat that, I get indigestion. Oh, if I, I get is a prophecy. Do you hear that? If you say, I used to have it, I had it, that's just saying what happened. But if you say, I get it every season, I, I get these, I, I have these allergies, Every time I eat that, I get this. You are not just talking about something that happened now. You're prophesying. You're speaking over the future. And you don't want to say that. Even if you've had terrible trouble with it, you want to say, I'm free. Let the weak say, I'm strong. Let the allergic say, (laughs) I'm free. Right? Right? Uh, let those that have had, you know, having trouble with this begin to say, I'm sound. I call my uh, immune system strong. Amen. Right? Go ahead, everybody say, I call my immune system strong. I call my blood clear. I call my, I call my nervous system strong and right. I'm not hypersensitive. Ultra-sensitive. Allergic to anything. The Lord has made me whole, healed, strong, clear, clean, right in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now, if you've been saying the wrong thing for the last 40 years, you got it ingrained in you. It has actually affected your, your cells and your blood and your systems. But that can be changed. Remember, the the tongue is the steering wheel. If it's been going the same wrong way for 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, can we turn it around? Come on, can we? Can we turn it around? How do we turn it around? You begin to say something different than what you've been saying. Say something different. The same thing applies to your finances. Same thing applies to every, every, don't, don't confess every time I bring that up. My spouse gets mad. We have a big fight. Well, you're prophesying, right? For one thing, think about, do you need to bring it up? <laughs> but then if you do, there's different ways of how to bring things up, right? But you must not keep decreeing evil things in your life because they will just keep on happening and keep getting worse and worse. We don't live by doubt and unbelief. We live by faith. Well, our time's already up again. Let's say it out loud like we do. I Say it with me. I live by faith. I walk by faith. I overcome the world by faith. I'm strong in faith, giving glory to God. Hallelujah. 
Well, that's it for today, for today, but we'll see you again next time in Faith School. I've got a victory living inside of me. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941-702-7390. Got the great